Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Rado. <laughs> AKA Yo. Kenny. Yo. Kenny Sing- in his final appearance as a single man. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> all the single ladies. The next time you see Kenny's face on this podcast, he will be a married man. Thank fucking God. <laughs> right? I don't want to sit with this person. I don't like the way they wear their boots. <laughs> <laughs> all these all these months, months of planning. Could you imagine if you would have waited even longer? Oh, God. No, nah, that's why we had to get it fucking done. Get it done. I, get it. I said it last week. I said it the week before this. Everything goes to Chrissy. Kudos to her. She's doing more than I... I'm not even doing nothing. I'll be honest with you. I'm a piece of shit. So... When she asked me the wedding pan, I give her a sigh and a, I don't want to do it. I just want to watch the Sixers. <laughs> so I saw it to her because she's fucking killing it. And if you come to the wedding, you better fucking like it. Yeah. Or just check your, check your attitude at the door, bitch. Yeah. Suffer like the rest of us had to. Um, hey, I think Embiid. And James Harden are holding the Sixers back. Oh, I, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I so, did see that on Twitter today. I know some of them were jokes, but I think there are a few out there that people are serious about. All right. So you're, let's go into it. We can go backwards. We could talk about it backwards. So last night, obviously, the Sixers, um, you know, B squad um, played played the A squad of the Miami Heat. Fuck Jimmy Butler, bitch. And and completely just, I don't. I wouldn't say they destroyed them, but they had that game in hand pretty much the entire time. Like it was never really in doubt. Maybe down the stretch a little bit, which is even, which is even more of like of crazy because they they actually closed the fucking game, like which is something they struggle with n- normally. Maxi was out of control at the end. Like just talk about clutch. Gene, like maybe he's got something. Maybe he's got something. He's he's shown more heart and hold on, Shiva. No, 28, 28 points, dude. She, he's he's shown more heart than Ben Simmons has ever shown in a Sixers jersey. Man, just toss that three to win. Like pretty much won the game. You know, if you're being realistic here, that was a nasty shot. Ben nasty. would never in a million years take that because his stiff back would still be an issue and he'd be on the bench. Well, it's hard to compare. It's hard to compare Maxi and Ben. They're different players, but you're not wrong. What you're saying yeah, is not wrong. Wouldn't you? All right, listen. Wouldn't you rather have a shooter than a guy that you know passes the ball around? I mean, listen. I'm not saying Ben Simmons isn't good. We know he's good. We know what he's capable of doing. Comes up short, but I mean, I'd take Maxi over Simmons all day, all day, all day. And I mean. I, What's interesting to me, and I, I feel like I remember talking about this back when back when the deal first happened with the Harden thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember talking about like splitting it up, like having like almost literally like two 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 different like looks at for people, right? And what they what they started out with was not doing that. They they got Embiid, they got Harden, they got Tobias, they got Maxi all on the floor at the same time. And I feel like splitting them up would 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 just make things different because they play a different game. Matt, when when Harden and Embiid are out there, they play a slower game. It's a slower. Yeah, Maxi wants to push it. 
they want to push. So you got, I mean, Shake Shake had twenty, didn't he? I think. I mean, listen, I said it earlier. I said that you know the points can come from Shake. Shake's capable of taking a game. He won't win you a series. He's not going to take over all seven, but he can win you a game. Like he he went nine nine of eighteen from the field, like 20, 20 points. So yeah, I'm not mad about it. I, I, it seems to me, it seems to me like we're so fixated on on the bench like struggling, right, and not being strong. I feel like the bench isn't involved enough. That sounds fucked up. <laughs> that sounds really fucked up. But I feel like the bench, I feel like the bench is not involved enough. Yeah. It's, it's tough when you, you know, when you got, and listen, I'm not, I'm not sitting here advocating that they fucking only play Harden and Embiid like, you know, 25 minutes a game. Like, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is maybe these guys are more comfortable playing together, right? They know all the offensive sets. That's a huge one because it, Harden doesn't yet. I don't think that. I mean, they have stopped talking about it in the media. I've noticed they don't, they don't talk about it much anymore, but I don't want to be a dickhead. <laughs> it's, it's fucking basketball. I mean, how much, <laughs> how much scheming do you need? You know what I mean? Like, well, it, I mean, it, there's it, definitely, there's definitely scheming though. Like there's definitely plays. Um, of course. But like, if you're coming out of a timeout and doc rivers is like, we're going to run, you know, ISO, <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I piece know. of shit, I know. Ben Simmons, all you have to like James Harden just has to go. Okay. So I stand here, move here and I'm getting the ball. Okay. I stand here, move here. I'm not getting the ball. It's three <laughs> fucking options. I hear you. I hear you. But um, I mean, you're not wrong in that sense, but I just, I, you know, I, I mean, it's gotta be harder to like football and shit. There's like millions of fucking plays. Yeah. Like, but like, when's the last time, like, Shake will ne- literally never take 18 shots in a game ever when when Harden and Embiid are playing. Do you want him to? I'm not saying I want him to. All I'm saying is that we have to choose something. We have to we have a choice in front of us as fans, right? We have to choose accepting the fact that these guys are going to come in off the bench, be cold. They're not they're not like immediate like get on the floor and just drain shit. They're, They're not six men of the year here. No, not all. You you maybe have one in Niang, right? Niang, Niang. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like you, you either got to let them cook for like a couple minutes here, right? Or you just got to accept the fact that these dudes are not going to win you games. So <laughs> it's one or the other. We it's clear now, especially with that game. That game proved a lot last night. I I'm worried about Embiid. Um, about conditioning. Yes. I get that. And I'm not like, I'm not like pitchfork, like run him out of fucking town. He's no, you're just nervous, fat. but he, you can tell. And I said this, I don't know what it was. It was right after hard. And so like a couple days or a couple games. And I, I texted you and I said, dude, I'm going to miss out on this bet because Embiid looks tired and slow. You know what I mean? And yep. ever since then, obviously I've been, you know, fixated on it. So I think they're overworking him right now. I I can't disagree. And um, you could argue that, oh, well, they're, they're trying to give him, <laughs> I call it playoff lungs. You know what I mean? Because he is going to yeah. have to be out there a whole lot. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like, what was the game that he came back in? So they they won, they lost, they won. So what game was that that they won last? Uh, the game they won last together was Dallas probably. 
I don't. There was a game where like it was in hand and Embiid didn't have to come back in. I mean, I and then feel they like put him was, back in with like I feel five like that, minutes left. I feel like that was Dallas because they were up pretty big in that game. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just. Man, they weren't up big. I wouldn't say. I don't know. I know I, that. I know that Doc is the coach, and I'm not sure, honestly, what a better option out there is instead of Doc Rivers. So, like, I'm not calling for him to be fired or anything like that because, like, he's not, you know, he's doing well. I just sometimes I think to myself, it's like, dude, just fucking swallow your ego for like a fucking second, man. Why? What happened? I just, I feel like sometimes like I'm watching and I can't give you specifics because like, I'm just, I've been watching so much of it that like everything's blending. So, but like, I just feel like sometimes he just, he just does some weird ass fucking shit. Like what was the, they lost to, um, who they just lose to Toronto. I'm assuming that's the one you're talking about where they only put up 88. They put up 37 in the first quarter. Yeah, you can't fucking, and then they only scored 88. I'm thinking Denver. I think what was that fucking last play? Call? That was, that, that was, that was bad. That like that kind of shit is like what I'm getting irritated with. It's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Give the best player the ball and see if he can create. If he can't create, there's 15, 14 seconds on the clock. He's got five seconds to make a decision, right? Yeah, that, either, so that you're talking about the one where they didn't call timeout that he let yes. him push the ball down the floor and then they just like ended up with a wacky. Yeah, situation. and then was oh, that the Niang, was coming, that the Niang shot off the backboard? Yeah, off the side of the back. It's all coming back to me when he also didn't. Um, there was an oh he after he won that challenge right in the fourth quarter and then the next game he like held on to it again. Is that Denver? Yeah, it's it might be. be. It's got to be. It's just like sh- silly shit like that. And then the announcers are like, well, you never know when you're going to need to challenge. And that's why, you- no, you hold. That's like a one in a hundred chance that fucking, you know what I mean? That that's yeah. not a foul. And they overturn it. Yeah. A one in a hundred. Well, they had a rough one too in the end of that Toronto game. I don't know. I hear what you're saying with Doc. I hear what you're saying. And I, I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to argue it because you can't, you can't really argue it. You know, it's just, it's just is what it is. Like, but I just don't know some of the shit that happens. I don't know if it's different with a different guy. I, I just don't. It, it, it's really not though. But like the guy you would get, then I don't even know who it would be. Like I'm thinking like a Jason kid, Steve Nash kind of guy would probably benefit a little bit. So you want like a younger dude? Yeah, because like I think he's gonna trust himself, and and, and in that sense, I mean like he's not gonna be like the smartest man in the room kind of syndrome. It's so weird to me to like sit there as Doc Rivers, who honestly, if you looked at his resume, I mean it's impressive, but like if you look at all those like elimination games and all those playoff exits, it's it's staggering to how often it's consistent in a pattern, you know. And then to sit there and be like. Well, I'm in the same breath as pop. And it's like, come on, man. Like you cannot be that fucking blind to it. You just can't be. And that doesn't mean he's a bad coach. It's just, you know what I mean? It's frustrating. And he didn't do anything in LA when he was in LA. Right. And you would agree with that. Yeah. No, it was kind he of, he won a championship because he had the fucking big three. Well, <sighs> and we're talking early big three. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I know. It's just, um, taking, take, it's hard to take take championships away from coaches. I agree. Um I mean he won it, he deserves it, he did it. Yeah. It's a tough it's a tough conversation. Like 
I don't think that there's a silver bullet here. I don't think it's a perfect, you know, you don't, you don't usually ever get the perfect scenario. Like not everybody is Phil Jackson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, um, I don't know. That's just, I think that we need to ride this wave. I think, I I think they're going to, I think they're gonna, I don't see any reason what they have to make a change. Yeah. And the other thing is is like, they believe they're going to sign Harden. Okay. Right. So they're going to sign Harden again. Yeah. So just run it back. You 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 have Embiid. You have well, Harden. and and with with Embiid and Harden, I was talking about this with Gordy the other day. You got to believe that there's going to be shooters like knocking on the door. Like, yo, I want I want in on this. I want hundred percent. Like, and that's what I'm trying to. I mean, who is under contract that you're going to lose that matters? No one. Toby's still going to be here unless they trade him out. No. Yeah. There's nobody on this team that you that you're going to lose that you can't replace. Yeah. Uh, you want like, uh, the like the I would say the fringe guy that like you don't want to lose. There's two of them for me right now. Niang, uh, Niang is one, and uh, and Thibel. Is he on a contract? No, I'm just saying like you. Know, I don't. I'm just. I don't even know. I'm not looking at the contracts right now. I'm just saying like, y- you can move guys. Like they they can move whoever, even if they're on contract. It don't matter. I know. I'm I'm mostly just talking in general that like these guys. There's no one. That is up immediately is my whole argument. So, and you're totally right. What are we going into 23, 24 next year? Uh, no, 22, 23, 22, right? 23. Yeah. Gordy just chimed in and said, if he's, he thinks the only way they get rid of doc is if they lose in the first round. Mm. Yeah. And I actually can, I actually can agree with, okay. So, and here, I think that that would be warranted if he, if they lose in the first round, we got to make a change. I, there's no question. So 23-24 becomes interesting, but next year you have everyone except for Pil- Pil- Pilsap. <laughs> Pilsap. So you don't have Millsap, which who cares? And dude, Danny Green has a $10 million contract. Fucking cut him. Oh. Cut him. Oh, that's a lot. That's even even, for, even Korkmaz, man, has a $5 million contract. Oh. Yeah, I mean five, five million's not not that bad in the NBA. He yeah. signed until twenty four though. Who? Um, Corky. Yeah. So that's well, that's the argument is that if they don't, <laughs> Tobias Harris, his contract is so bad, man. He's got a max deal. You I know he makes more cool. than Joel Embiid. Yeah. That's that's nutty buddies, bro. Yeah. This what happens when you're in the league for a while, man. You make money. It's just the way it is. You know? That's another that's another fucking player that pisses me off. Like he's been playing better, and honestly, if you look at his stats, you know, his numbers are good and they're they're what you need out of Tobias Harris. But like not the other night. Can he make a fucking layup? I mean, Jesus. You can't here's the thing with him. Like he before the trade, right? We were dogging him, especially you, and rightfully so. Rightfully so, because he was he was horrendous, putrid. Right now, we we make the trade and things. Uh, while well, we yeah the trade we make you know we make the trade, things are kind of different with Toby, right? But you can't. I don't care who you are in the NBA. If you're getting minutes, any kind of starter minutes, you can't put up five. Is that what he did last night? You can't put up five, dude. Is that what he did last night? That's just that's just pitiful. Shut up. He did that last night. 
Um, no. No. 14. No, no, not, not last night. In the game they lost. Oh. Against Toronto, when everyone was clearly struggling, like you need somebody to pick up the slack. Toby threw up five points. 26 yeah. minutes, five points. I could do that. I'm confident I could do that. Uh, I, you can't put up five, bro. You need you need more. We need more than that, right? So, and we usually get it. We usually get it. I'm just complaining, right, really. If you know. got ten out of them, you win the game. Probably, but that that game came down to that whack ass fucking flagrant foul they called on Harden. They're gonna call that every time. That's not a flagrant foul. It's not even an offensive foul, in I, my I, opinion. I, I understand. I mean, I see where the flagrant is not a flagrant. It's an offensive foul, man. You can't. It's not. You can't. He was in lead. a normal. He was in a normal motion. But he led and he charged a little bit with his elbow. They're gonna call. But he that wasn't set. <laughs> it doesn't. You can't elbow someone in the face. If you go up with your with your arm to put the put the layup they, up, they deemed that as a non basketball football catch, <laughs> non football move. <laughs> but you, they, they deemed that as irregular, and I agree with you. Like you can't call a flagrant there, though. I mean, that's no. ridiculous. No, uh, that and that sealed the game. That that sealed them out yeah. right there. I mean, yeah. I'm not mad about the fucking offensive foul. You could ticky tacky. You could call it however you want to call it. The refs have been bad these last couple of weeks, and we're not even just talking about Sixers. It's in general. No, dude, some of the NCAA stuff. Uh, I mean, I bro, Nova is a fucking cash cow, and if you have not been riding that wave, I have been. I have been. But now it's a little. We bit. were just talking about it the other day. Now it's getting yeah. risky. Now it's getting. Yeah. Risky. Now you're not. The first two rounds are probably fucking butter money, you know. Yeah, but um, even in the NCAA, dude, like. They don't know the how to, they don't. Oh, that was so bad. That flag, that flagrant foul. That is so bad. If he, if he hangs, on if the he would have let go, he would have killed himself. He would have broke his neck. <laughs> if he hangs on the rim and then does the, uh, the Keelan pill, like, you know, the fucking, yeah, he, the, yeah, the he thrusting penalties, yeah. then yeah, you can flagrant him. You can't or technical. You can't call that shit. That is the corniest fucking rule. He literally just there. hung on the, on the rim to stop yeah. his momentum. Like, and what's he? Look, is he like internally? Like he's like this is it's like an it's like an old racist white dude. He's like one, two, technical, flagrant. <laughs> and you know what else, dude? They struggle. They can't. They don't know how to referee against the press defense. They don't know how to do it, dude. I was watching. It was it was unbelievable. Every single play. I can't remember what game it was. I think I was on the other side of the, of the team that was getting pressed. Yeah, well, prob- probably th- that's when you tend to notice that shit a little bit more. Well, because dude, they were reaching in on every play. They they're like fucking they're everywhere. And then they back off and the guy like barely reaches for the ball and they blow it. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? That does that. That doesn't make any sense. Honestly, man. just get robots. For basketball, no. Every <laughs> fucking sport should just have robots. They or- have to wear they have to wear body suits that like know when you touch the other person. So like it's like they they know if you touch them. It's like uh like like laser tag. It lights up. Yeah. <laughs> you wear shock collars. <laughs> now, I th- so it's funny before we move on from the Sixers. Um, I still don't I, think they can win a championship. That's okay. I, 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 I'm not convinced that they can win a championship. I think they Next have a chance. Year. If Next they, year. Well, put it this way. Here's where I'm at. If they have a chance to win this year. Yeah, I agree. It's probably like a, 
50-50. Yeah, I would I would almost go like, I was thinking 60, but I, I feel more comfortable with 50. So we'll, we'll break even. We'll call it 55%. All right, there you go. So I'm there. I'm there. So, um, but like I said, you need to get to the finals, Eastern Conference they, finals. They need to get at, I think they need to go to the finals. Uh, I think for for the year to be successful, considering they didn't have their like their number two player for more than half of the season. So, fine. all right. So then, six games Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, you go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Don't get blown out. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Right. So that's my minimum to this year. And you're totally right. They're gonna get free agents, dude. People are gonna want to come here. Yeah. Definitely. And I, it's kind of fucking cool. When's the last time Philly was that? When's the last time Philly was like the place that everyone, the place that everyone wanted to be? Do you know who's not having that issue though, or having that same respect? Cuckoo. All right, so all right, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go football next. That's fine. So, um, I'm on yeah, record saying I like the signing though. There's a little, there's a little kind of, you know, behind the scenes drama from what everyone is insinuating that free agents, specifically wide receivers do not want to come to Philly to play football. Listen, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days because it's, it's irritating me. There's the, the Eagles are so snake bitten with like how this off season has played out. It's ridiculous. Like they would have had Calvin Ridley probably for one of them first round picks. I would almost bet it was one of them picks. This is the only way that they were going to move on from him. And then that motherfucker comes out and he's got a fucking like meth addiction with gambling. It's crazy to me. And the funnier thing about that is he's like, I only made like two bets. And then every day they're finding more and more and more bets. Like, and it's also fucked up by the NFL. You can punch your fucking wife in the face in an elevator and get suspended for six games and then go play in a Super Bowl and then go win a Super Bowl. But God forbid you put $25 on the Atlanta Falcons money line, which is a game you're not fucking playing. Yep. So that's bullshit. So that's number one. The Calvin Ridley thing would have, I think everyone shuts the fuck up. And I think if you get Calvin Ridley, you might get one of these other tier guys low. You know what I mean? Someone might want to come play. It's a game changer when you when you start to shape the team and you start to show like what kind of like what kind of team you're going to be. You yep. start to draw in different types of guys. This is this is what I think is going to happen with the Sixers because of Harden. When it, when they sign him, they will they will have people knocking on their door saying, "Yo, I want to come here and I want to fucking I want to win a championship." That's what people do. And with the Eagles, it's not happening right now. And All wasn't done. Go ahead. Keep going. So Calvin Ridley. Okay. Deshaun Watson. Trash. Doesn't want to co- What? Trash. No, that's fine. Doesn't want to come to, doesn't want to take really an interview man. because he's friends with Jalen hurts and doesn't want to offend him. I mean, how much more snake bitten can the fucking Eagles get? And I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson should be in the league. I, I listen, I feel like this weird thing that if you have to go around and say that like, well, he's, he's innocent because he wasn't found guilty. Like there's fucking 22 women that said that he tickled their box. I mean, something <laughs> is, you know, the old saying when there's smoke, there's a motherfucking fire. Well, but so while you're on this subject, why, 
why does why do we need like minute by minute reporting on you know who who is and who isn't gonna give an interview with Deshaun Watson? Like I like this is this isn't normal. Normally it's like all closed doors. You don't even know who's talking to them. Like it's hush hush. Why did they make such a big deal out of it? Honestly, it looks like it makes everybody else look like shit. Every quarterback at every team that he that he interviewed looks like shit. Well, and then you get this Baker Mayfield thing, right? So, uh, yeah, it, it would have made Jalen Hurts look like shit. It would have made the Eagles look like they didn't want Hurts and they wanted Watson. Well, how like, else can you look at it? I don't know, man. Like if you're if if something is clearly better than you, and dude, listen here, hold on a second. If you're in your job, right, and you know that you know it's not a good example. Steve Smith is coming in and he, you know, that Steve Smith has been doing your job at someone else for 12 years and he's going to come in and interview at anchor, but it's not necessarily about your job. How are you going to feel about it? Well, I mean, I told you this isn't a good example for where I am mentally right now. I'm just saying like, it's fucking, it's awkward, dude. I understand that, but like sometimes it's okay to look in the mirror and think, I'm not as good as, you know, I'm not as good as this player and they want to win. I True. Mean, I don't think that's such a fucking egregious statement and you can, you know, it's like Matt Ryan. <laughs> it really is like him and Carson Wentz have the same exact numbers. The only difference and the only thing that you can probably say there's one thing in favor of Wentz and probably the other things in favor of Ryan. So I, I, I just, and I think the one outweighs the other one. So number one is like Wentz is significantly younger, but number two, Matt Ryan doesn't make boneheaded decisions. It's rare. Of course it costs him a super bowl, but <laughs> yeah. he doesn't make many boneheaded decisions. So like, I think that outweighs your, you know, your desire, you know, Cause they only needed to win one game and then they're in the playoffs and you right. know how it is in the playoffs. You get in, you, you, you make noise. It's not right. difficult to do right. so. So I don't fault the Colts for moving on. I just like, man, since 2016, they've had a different starter. They're in that boat now where, where it's like, you know, and, and that, that contract that, that the, that the Browns gave Watson is, is just disgusting. Well, it's the, Oh, I almost said something bad. The the Browns it's dis- are the it's dumbest. Disgusting. They're, they're the dumbest fucking franchise. Seriously, they're so dumb. Well, <laughs> they're dumb. I I that I got no argument there. I mean, I I don't think I don't think he's worth that much money. I, what has he shown? What has he What has he proven? What has he shown where he needs to be the, like the highest, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league? Like what, what am I missing here? Oh, he's shown you 22 lawsuits is what he's shown you. Yeah. Okay. And they basically paid him enough money to pay off those civil lawsuits that he's going to have against yeah. his ass. Only for like, well, the, they did do something smart. Like the first year he only gets like a million bucks. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. So then, I mean, listen, if you're going to play it, if you're going to play it safely, that's how you fucking play it safely. And he's going to get suspended, right? I don't know. The NFL still can put their little claws in him. That, that it's such a shitty situation. I don't even know. Like <laughs> it's, it's fucked up because like you, how, why are they going to suspend him for what? 
Um, for alleged con- things like well, I can't, how can you suspend somebody because you think they did something? Yeah, I mean you can't. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lawsuit in itself. If they suspend him, he might fucking sue the league. Uh, the whole situation listed. sucks. The whole situation sucks. I'm here. You know, and the like the league has a, has a serious problem. Like, oh the, yeah, why are there so many guys out there fucking hitting girls? <laughs> A, that's first of all, and not even just that. Like, why does everybody? Why are there so many fucking criminal minds in the, in sports? <laughs> like, I don't understand can, it. Can I say something without like being rude in any way? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> you get you get a lot of these guys who who kind of grew up poor and in poverty and you know, where they came from and all they've seen is abuse gang shit. Like, well, that's a, that's a big, that's a big part. That's a problem. Right. So then once you get all this fucking money, you're like, huh, well I'm invincible. And this (sighs) is what you end up getting. You get like fucking Mike Tyson knockout in the fucking elevator. Yeah. I mean, the Alvin Kamara thing makes zero sense. You're, you don't want to share an elevator in a public fucking hotel with a guy. Yeah, so weird. And now it'd be one thing if he had like a knife and he was like charging at him. Like it's just like, yeah. hey man, you're Alvin Kamara. You're like the greatest morning. Boom, punch right in the fucking face. Yeah. You know, and 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 the whole thing. If, if like with all these guys getting like DUIs and fucking Henry Ruggs, like that, that shit makes zero sense. Again, they make so much money. It's not that difficult. If you don't want to hire a, a car service to Uber, I mean, seriously, I don't know. Um, now he's <laughs> riding in jail. So, uh, yeah, now he's re- replaced by Devonte Adams. Um, <laughs> So there's been a lot of moving and shaking in the NFL. We don't even have we don't even have time to go down the rabbit hole of what has happened in the NFL. The NFL is a completely shaken up. Like if you if you're like a casual fan, you're not going to have any fucking idea what's going on next year because you're going to be like, who the fuck's this guy? Wait a minute, Matt Ryan's on the Colt. What the fuck? Wait, did Nelson Aguilar sign? Yeah, he's probably like on the Niners now or something. <laughs> so yeah. No, I don't know. I don't I don't know where he's I'll at. I'll look. Uh but you know what I'm saying? Like there's major, major shakeups this year. Um and and I say I said it before and I'm gonna say it again. The AFC is a fucking minefield. The NFC is wide the fuck open, especially the NFC East. Like, dude, the Cowboys are a different squad now. And I, fucking Wentz, and I don't mean in a good way either. Like they've lost some people down there and Randy they're going to, and they're going to be, they're going to be a different team. And uh, I don't know what Carson's going to do in Washington. I don't know. He, if, if he, he, he doesn't, I don't know. He doesn't win games, but he loses games. He, he, what did he have last year? 25 and seven. Like, it's not horrible. His stats aren't horrible. But he sounds like a horrible teammate in the locker room and guys don't buy in. They don't want to go to war with him. Like, it's like that type of thing, right? He does some dumb shit, though, man. Seriously, he makes some dumb plays like he tosses it up when he's falling down and shit like that's stupid, right? Jalen Hurts doesn't do that shit. I bet you. I bet you the turf is going to take Carson Wentz down this year. 
That's that one side of the field that just yep. eats all people. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it might be in his best interest to have a career ender so he doesn't have to embarrass himself any further. Just be done with it. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I mean, he's... I mean, how... So, I'm sorry. Like, it, let, let's do this little bit of a Carson Wentz thing real quick. Hold on. Where, what, are you, what are we doing? You'll see. Hold on. Um, if you... <laughs> Okay, fine. How do I do this? If, <laughs> if you're on the Eagles, okay, and you've made some mistakes, and you're a bad teammate, you fight Darren Sproles because you don't like the Eagles win a Super Bowl. It's weird shit, right? You're assuming Darren Sproles. No, they, they came out and said it was Darren Sproles. Oh, that's confirmed? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this all happens. And then the Eagles are like, fuck you. Go to the Colts, right? You ever hear about just swallowing your pride and be a fucking teammate instead of being a fucking connoisseurus? Because that's what he was again. And then now he is on his third team. And all that shit we read was like, oh, there, no one in the history of the NFL has ever been traded and given so much money. And he's not good. Well, he's good, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Not, no, I didn't mean that. He's not good. I didn't mean that. I did not mean that. I'm just saying he's not the worst thing ever, but you know, all them draft picks, all that money traded back and forth for first rounds. We gave up shit to grab them. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's wild. I, and I, there's, I mean, the problem, the whole problem with it is like, usually your quarterback is like your leader. He's like, that's the guy who everybody looks to, you know, he's like the glue. He's the glue guy, right? Carson doesn't seem like a glue guy. And you know what's the opposite? What's the opposite of glue? <laughs> knife. I don't know. I was thinking like water because you know everything fucking does wheel. nothing sticks. Fucking wheel. You know. <laughs> <laughs> baking grease. I don't know. <laughs> he is baking grease. <laughs> uh, no duck duck grease because oh, he yeah, likes yeah, to yeah, hunt. Yeah. No. He's 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 a decent quarterback. He's a serviceable quarterback. But if you want him to be the guy who is going to lead the fucking locker room and th- like he's not that guy. He's just that's what it sounds like to me. And if you're not that guy, then you're just any other guy in the NFL. Seriously. See, that's where I disagree. I think that he is not just any other guy. He's better than half the quarterbacks in the league still on the field. Okay, you know, if you're not the guy, which we we both agree that he's clearly not the guy in any franchise, he's never gonna he's never gonna. Uh, I can't say he. I could. I can't. I can't even say that he's never gonna win anything because he he's good enough to do it if he has literally the perfect scenario. See, that's the thing. He he's not gonna do anything like he's not gonna move mountains. He's going to be the guy who wins if you have a great offensive line, a great defensive line, and um, a wide receiver that's good, and a, and a head coach with like so much clout that you don't need to do anything in the locker room. That's that's the situation he needs to win. Well, and that's what I'm getting at is like if you're not the guy, you need to be a top eight quarterback in the league to not be the guy. Yeah. And he- Right, and he's not. In no, the he's definitely decision. not. Oh, and the last, the other one that I wanted to talk about was like Robert Woods. Ooh, Eagles were in the mix, and he he said he wanted to go to Tennessee. Like, there's the, the Eagles are so snake bitten in this whole department. This like off season, you know, getting Hassan Reddick is huge. 
It is. I, it really I, is. I don't understand the Fletcher Cox thing. I would have just let him walk. I, I, that's that loyalty in Philadelphia thing that we talk about so often. It, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I hear you, but because four- it's only one more year. Fourteen million um, is a lot of money. I don't really think. Yeah, but it would have most of that would have hit the cap anyway. I think that's the problem, right? So, I don't know. I don't remember what the number was if they if they like literally just cut him and let him go. I think the cap hit was almost the same. So, when it comes to that, like, yeah, is Fletcher Cox what he used to be? No, but is he still commanding bodies? Yes, and if you add what you add, Reddick. And you possibly add another edge guy from the draft, Rip Ojabo. I I really wish it was Ojabo, but it's clearly not going to be. Um, he tore his Achilles, if no one knows. There's plenty of time for him to make a heel and, and be also okay. while we're on the Ojabo subject. What the fuck is wrong with these fucking guys at at the pro day, dude? Did you see the video? He did. Ajabo's running all these fucking cuts and shit. He goes down like he got shot, and the 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 scout just walks over and like casually picks a ball up and just keeps walking. Nobody nobody's even coming to him. Like nobody. Yo, so dude, you the good? Question nobody. Is, the question is, what are the rules? Because there's. I I'm know not saying that, they got to touch him, but like you go over near him and say, "Yo, dude, you okay? What's going on? Yeah. Like, are they not allowed to ask him questions? I so, I totally understand what like what you're getting at, right? Like, like the old car accident, you know, pull, dr- drag a guy out of the door and then he like, fucking sues you. Cause you broke his neck, whatever. Yeah, like, he's paralyzed forever. Yeah. Like I, I hear you. I hear you. But by the way, there are laws to protect you on that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ajabo thing Stein, sucks Stein because I'm wa- back and fry. I, wa- <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a Jabo. I wanted a Jabo. Maybe they can still take a Jabo in like round two. I still take him with the first round pick in the. No, the last one. stop it. The last stop one. It. Stop it now. If, when, if there's nothing better, dude, just dude, stop take it. Him. You can't use a first round draft pick on a dude who just blew his Achilles out. You can. I would be fucking floored if they take a dude that blew his Achilles out four weeks before the draft. All right. Well, that's one month that he can be healthier back sooner. Oh, my God. Ryan Howard was never the same after he tore his Achilles. That's true. Ryan that's Howard a big was, dude. That's a big dude. Similar to Ryan Howard's size, actually. Yeah, but Ryan Howard was also a little long in the tooth. You know what I mean? He's fat, too. A <laughs> little bit. A little fat. I mean, I'm fat, but, you know. No, I'm trying, I'm I don't trying feel, to say is he's not I a 21-year-old kid. He was pushing <laughs> 31. I know. So, you know, that shit, you know. I was I really sad. I was really sad when I saw that, that he tore his Achilles. Man. Oh my I God. Was, I was in Pittsburgh. I'll never forget it. I was with my ex-girlfriend and her friend. And uh, I remember we were at a fucking bar. No, I, I'm talking about a job. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that one fucking broke my heart. Oh yeah, my God. I remember, I remember. And at that time I was drinking cranberry and vodka. Pinky up, bitch. Yeah, I just remember chugging two of them and being like, "Today's the worst day of my life." And then I sat on the bar of the floor. That was that was one of the worst moments. Like if like like you know, there's a lot of games that like stick in your mind and like a lot of you know like sniper on the roof. 
<laughs> yeah, like that. That's like a like a snap moment in time. That's like one of them. That's just like fuck. Like immediately, you knew, you knew he was fuck. He was fucking done. A career you know? ender, as they like to say. Yeah, that sucked. But um, so the Eagles are an interesting situation, right? They they I really after we talked about the Pascal thing, I was mostly just fucking with you. Like I saw the signing and I was like, oh, this is a piece of shit signing. It's really not that bad. I I sent you, I tweeted some stats out that I like about um Pascal. And I think one of the things that the reasons why they brought him in is because of this. Like his his depth depth of target is right around 10 yards, like almost all the time. And his drop, he's he doesn't drop the ball. His drop percentages are always below like five or six percent. So the problem he's the perfect, with him, he's the, but he's the perfect guy for Jalen Hurts. Is my point? Uh, yeah, and the problem with him is, it's like now you kind of have like a, a fucking logjam of just like mediocre NFL quarter or wide receivers, and you're probably gonna get mad at me, but you can put Smith in that same category just because he's still so young. Like we don't know what we're going to get. He could regress. He could fucking look like yeah. Jalen Rager. That's fine. That's fair. I don't think you, I don't, I wouldn't call him mediocre. I don't think, but you get my point. There's a but massive, I hear, you. I hear you. And there's you know, no standout guy really. And they're going to address it in the draft. And then I'm going to have to fucking cut my tongue out of my fucking mouth. Cause I can't handle another wide receiver in the first round. Howie, <laughs> Especially Smith. if we're going to fucking take that fucking cunt bag out of USC, man. If if yeah. it's not SEC, it's not for us, okay? If it's not SEC, it's not for me. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, man. I, I can't handle another USC wide receiver. I can't. I will literally bug the fuck out. I would be surprised if they do that. Wouldn't you? What? Wouldn't you be surprised if they do that? <laughs> no, I would not at all. But I also would be pleasantly surprised if a little a trade alert came across and was like the Eagles traded a second round pick for DK Metcalf. Uh, that wouldn't blow my brains. Well, that's one of the things I think they might have up their sleeve. I think they might have some ideas on what they're going to try to work, you know, on, on draft night. I really do. I, I would be 100% shocked if they don't make a trade and they don't, and they actually pick all three of those picks in the first round. Mm. 40% chance of that happening. Just so you're aware. No, but you're, I'm saying like uh, either like announce a trade or draft all three picks. I know what you're saying. I'm telling you there's a 40% chance that they're going to take all three draft picks. And not announce a deal? Correct. Uh, well. Nah. And again, if he if he gets a he's gotta draft a linebacker, right? Like he knows this, correct? Yeah. Yeah. He has to. I think their first pick's gonna be a linebacker. And the beautiful thing about that is is like they're all so close to together together that it don't it don't really matter what you draft. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you take one at 16, 19 or 20, it, it's all relative. You're just going to take the guy you like the most at 16 and pray the guys are there and whatever. 2021. I don't remember the numbers. I don't really know how to look this up, but I, I don't, I wonder if there's ever been a 
I wonder if there's ever been a team that has had three first round picks before number 20. Like ever. Can't be. Uh, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> have you seen, have you seen Kuiper's latest uh, mock? No, I'm sick of that big haired bitch. And me too. But I was just curious to see like what, what they have going on over here. And um, so the mock, he's got them taking Jermaine Johnson, who's the um, DN from Florida State um, at 15. He's got them taking, uh, <laughs> I actually don't hate this, uh, Chris Alave from, from Ohio State, the wide receiver at 16. And then he's got them taking um, the, that linebacker from Utah at 19. So I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I feel like their off season has been okay. I mean, they haven't done anything big other than, Whoa. I mean, the Reddick is big. Reddick is big. It's huge. You know, that's big. So I think that's getting undersold right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's one of the things, <laughs> uh, that's one of the things that, um, you know, it is what it is, right? So we'll talk to Flyers next. Okay. Speaking of the Flyers, they just lost. They have lost. However, they have also lost uh the love of my life. And the end of an era. The end of an era. I have a bone to pick. All right. With what? The Flyers. Okay. They made like three shirts. That's pretty that's pretty fucking weak. They they should have had so many shirts, right? First off, the stadium hasn't been sold out in weeks, months. It's finally sold out. That means revenue is gonna go up. And they literally <laughs> they ran out of shirts after like two minutes into the first. Are you kidding me? They ran out of shirts. Yeah. Like, why didn't they make? Why didn't they make like a fucking a hundred thousand of those one one thousand shirts and then sell them online? Yeah. It 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 was actually really mind boggling that it came to that point. That's bizarre. Yeah, it wasn't good. So yeah, Honestly. Kenny Kenny was down at the game um, for. Uh, for G's last hurrah, everybody kind of knew. I, went. I wouldn't Every, have went otherwise. Everybody kind of knew. And by the way, it was he did not pay, from what I know, right? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Nobody's paying to go to a Flyers game right now. Shout, but, shout out, Tycho. Yeah, what's up, Tycho? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's the end of an era, man. It's it's. I cried. It's tough, bro. I cried like a little bitch. I'm proud of it. What during the pregame, John? No, I missed that because my boss wouldn't let me leave 10 minutes early. (laughs) You didn't see it. No, I literally couldn't leave. He wouldn't let me leave early. Oh man. Well, really pissed me off. You saw you talking about the end when he, uh, yeah, when he came back out and then he came back out. out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you knew, I mean, anyone, 
Uh, listen, I, I see these fucking people online that are like, oh, Claude Giroux screwed them. Claude Giroux owes the Flyers nothing. He wanted to play in Florida. He's more than welcome to go play in fucking Florida. It's a shame that there's, that it got public. And I wish it didn't get public because maybe you would have got like a little bit back more. Yeah. But I remember like, texting you. I remember texting you. I was like, well, they're not going to get shit now that everyone knows that he wants to be in Florida. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But that's his right. He deserved a no trade clause. I don't care what you say about him. And <laughs> listen, y'all want to hate because you want to hate. And you think that he owed you a Stanley cup, but that's, I see more hate than I see like positive, which is sad and disgusting. And yeah, it's but you shame. know what? It's honestly not surprising though, because this is similar to, I can't really compare it. I can't really compare it to anyone directly like person, but you know, it's like, um, how would it be like if, if there was a dude on the Phillies who has been here for 15 years and has been solid for us and then he leaves, you know, like, I don't know. It kind of happened. I mean, I would, I would almost put the lines of chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins. That was, they, yeah, but they didn't get resigned though. That's not like, they didn't like get traded away. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a, it's an interesting, I, I don't, I don't understand the hate. I think, I guess what I'm, my point, what I'm getting to is that there's so much hatred for the franchise. Yep. That's, that is outweighing anything that G has done here. And, wow. and, yeah, and, no, and for some reason now, because we've won something once or twice in some people's lifetimes, um, you know, no, yeah, no, not the flyers. I'm talking about just city in general. Oh yeah. Now, too. now the bar is, well, you didn't win a championship. So were you really that good? Like that's the vibe I get on like, and really what I'm using it here as the bar is sports talk radio and Twitter. Cause that's the only, what other fucking pulse am I going to find? Right. That's it. (laughs) So yeah, that's, I don't know. That is what it is. Like it's a feel. I feel like the bar is championship. And if you didn't win one, uh, uh, okay, well, whatever. Because think about how much people fucking love Brian Dawkins. Yeah. Right. And like, I'm just trying to think, are are there other, are there any other guys that, but uh, it's hard because it's, it's like a new thing that we're dealing with, right? Because of the Super Bowl was kind of still recent ish. And, you know, so I feel like, I feel like there's a um, some kind of cloud on these guys that haven't won. And I don't know, I think that might play into it. Your problem is you're 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 talking to a city that normally has hockey as number 4, right? So, yeah, or 5. You you got these <laughs> behind the wings. You, you see these, uh, oh, you, six, <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you see a lot of these people that don't really that haven't invested in the time in like the G, you know what I mean, era. And you get a lot of these guys that well, the well, we only watch when they're in the playoffs. Well, they don't get to the playoffs, and then they don't succeed in the playoffs, and then it's always G's fault. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, dude, I'm like, this one hurt me a lot, and probably the toughest like pro athlete, you know, departure I've dealt with in my lifetime, which I guess isn't that big of a deal, but, and pe- someone probably listening would be like, this dude's a fucking loser, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I can't explain. I can't put it into words. Like I wouldn't have went, I, you know, a week before my wedding, you know, I just like, I had to go. Like, I felt like I owed it to myself, you know, to go. I mean, I had season tickets with Jason for a season. You know what I mean? We were at a lot of games. I still go to a yeah. lot of games. Yeah. So, you know, and I'll, I'm, I'll never forget. They beat the Blackhawks in overtime when the Blackhawks were good too. And the Flyers were good. G scored. He had two goals, a game winner, like three assists. And like, we get in the car Oh, and he scored with like three seconds left in overtime. So it was crazy. We get in the car and like all the people that called in were like, oh, we got to trade him while his value is high. And it's just like no one really ever appreciated him. And that's what bothers me with this city and hockey in general. And listen, I've been the first person to be like, don't fucking watch the Flyers. Like, don't watch them. It's not worth your energy and your efforts to watch them because they are bad. But... Well, and, and I mean, it's, it's interesting, right? Because like they've made the playoffs recently, right? I mean, you know, so, so, so it's not like they've had the drought of the Phillies yeah. is, what I'm, is what I'm getting at. Um, and it, hockey has always been like a, a niche sport in Philly. I don't know why, but the people that because like they hockey, don't get any media coverage. The people that like hockey, you know, you and me included, um, you know, like when you like hockey, you're fucking into hockey, like pretty hard. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it, I, for some, for some unknown reason, you, and you're right, you might be part, you might be onto something there. Maybe, maybe the whole like rekindling with ESPN and everything might actually like help like get people back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. The people, people don't care about hockey it's very I, weird I, and i i tend to disagree with you what you just said just because espn needs to re like retool what they're doing because it's terrible i just mean for the general person like like what else it's it's more media coverage it's more coverage is oh what i see I'm what you're saying. saying yeah i'm just saying the games are out there more you know yeah that's um, fair i i don't know if that's going to make people watch i think one of the one of the other problems is you know COVID fucks shit up really bad. Like people stop caring about sports. Some people stop caring about sports because they're like, well, you know, they're dealing with family shit, but then you have other people who needed didn't, it. Didn't didn't. Yeah. Like really fucking missed sports in general. I was in that boat and you're so you selfish. Know, <laughs> and, uh, I'm a, I'm a COVID survivor. Would you stop? So am I. Please talk to me with some respect. You know, I'm just saying like, you could look an outsider and by outsider, I mean like someone who's not really a flyers fan can look at this franchise and think that they're just as bad as the Phillies. Yeah. Because they don't really achieve much. They give you a first round playoff exit. Yeah. And is that, listen, I'm, 
I'm fucking down on the Flyers. There's no doubt in my mind. And I knew this day was looming. And I mean, that's it. I mean, we wouldn't even talk this much about them if it wasn't for G. You know what I mean? At this point. Yeah. You know, and listen, to give you maybe a little glimmer of hope and, 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 and hope, I, it really is the biggest thing you could try to take from this. They don't have Coots who won the Selkie, right? That's a very good fucking player. They were missing Hayes almost almost all year, almost all year. Konechny, he needs those guys around him to be successful. And and I think anyone would agree with that, you know, so, you know, key injuries. Ryan Ellis is buried under the vet stadium and we can't fucking find him. I I don't know what his deal is. What? Sasquatch. Yeah, I don't understand that shit, bro. That's weird to me. And that's why hockey gets annoying because like, and this is why casual fans are like, well, what the fuck? Like he's obvious. Oh, no shit, Sam. Whatever your last name is. He's not fucking playing this year. No shit. You idiot. (laughs) So like, that's weird to me. Like the way they just don't tell you what the fucking injuries are. It's like, we're, we're supposed to play a fucking guessing game. But the whole point of this is that they were missing a lot of players this year. Terrible defense. Pro Provi looks fucking stupid. I'm hoping he can bounce back because he got a lot of money to be good and he's not good. Um, you know, I Derek Broussard's another one. I didn't love losing him. I don't think he's like amazing, but he's a fucking great third or fourth liner. Yeah. You were hopeful to resign him, maybe, but they didn't see that there. Justin Braun, that's another weird fucking thing. Like he had a really good year this year. I thought they could have fetched a fucking second at least. They have um, some good. They have some good young talent on this team. I, I, it's not like all is lost, but again, you're talking about deep. You, you got to be a deep Flyers person to like to care about like watching Fairby. Like, oh, know. he's gonna be. Fairby's going to be legit, like legitimate NHL no, player, bro. I agree a hundred percent, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is like it, it's, and you can't even compare it to the Eagles because they, it well, just doesn't fo- compare. And football is easier to win in, in the sense of like, it's one game. You can get lucky dude. And, and Ryan else, like they signed him to an eight year deal. That's almost as bad as the Rasmus signing. I guess not eight. I guess it's not eight. What is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. They have six left of the eight is what they got. So why do they make that trade? So they have him, they have him under contract through 2027. <sighs> like, yeah, uh, it's frustrating. That's, 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 uh, that's one way to put it. But listen, man. The Flyers are dead this year. I really don't think that they're like horrendous. And it's also not off the table for G to come back. I don't, I don't really think he will, um, but it's not off the table. It really isn't. Um, He's not coming back. I don't know. It's just know. not. I mean, why, why would he? I don't know. I don't really think he wanted to leave. I really don't. <laughs> you, I, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, if you wake up every day and everyone's just talking shit on you constantly, and no one knows what the fuck they're talking about, I, I don't know. Would you want to stay? Seemed like he really liked the fans here. He's the weirdest, like, 
um, anti-social guy I've ever like in sports have like witnessed. You know he's what I very, mean? He's very Chase Utley. Yeah, even I would say Chase Utley talked more. Like Chase Utley gave you one of the most iconic world fucking, fucking champions. No, I I think I mean <laughs> incredible, right? That's great. But there was nothing funnier than when he was like at the All Star game in New York. He's like, "Boo me, fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. G was very low key though. Like even in his like his like pregame thing, he was like super low, super low key. And I like I follow his wife on Instagram, and like that's like you can really see who Drew is as a person if you follow her because she's like you know she gives you what you need if you're like a Drew fan, you know? Yeah. And like you could tell the man like is a fucking he's a great dad. You can tell he fucking cares about his kids, his career. He wishes he did better here. I'm sure he wants a fucking Stanley cup. Who doesn't? And just like he said, after his game on um, Thursday, and I I would almost venture to argue that they were like, um, (laughs) they, they were like, uh, yo man, we're going to let you play, but we really, you can't do anything. Your shifts are going to be 15 seconds. You got to be real careful. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, this goes to shit if you don't fucking, you know, do it right. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. I, I don't know, man. I just, it's a shame is all I'm going to say. And it's disappointing that it came to this point. And would you call it a waste? What of his career? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that hurts me to say. But I mean, what what else would it be? I don't know. I this is the whole. This is a really like time, age old fucking bar bar room fucking discussion, right? Like, do you need to win a championship to be great? Do you need to win a championship for you to not have lost your career, not not have wasted your career as a sports athlete? I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Some would say you do. I guess. So, you know, was damn, you know, was Dan Marino a little waste? Okay. Well, I, I knew you were going to go there just cause I feel like that's like the common. It's the one, right? Yeah. And, but like, I don't think people talk about Dan Marino. Like he should be talked about. I feel like he's just kind of wishy washy forgotten about in and a way. Why? What? And Why? Because he doesn't have a championship. I mean, yeah, but that's such a dumb reason to me. I listen. I understand what you're saying. I get it, but here we are. Yeah, you know, trying to make it make sense. I don't know, man. I think if you would ask the common folk, you ask a hundred. Okay, you ask a hundred people, right? There's probably too many people, but you ask a hundred people in Philadelphia what they think about Giroux, right? And, and you break that off into like casual fans, super fans, don't watch hockey, don't you know what I mean? You could break that off, and I would almost venture to guess that everyone would tell you that his whole career was wasted. And it's just it's just the way it is, and you know you're going to get a lot of people that are scorn and hate it, hate it because they again are casual fans and they expect they want a championship and they only tune in when they are in the playoffs. So it's hard to, to, to judge it, but 
you know, and I'm not a fan of saying that, you know, you need a championship, but like what, what, what he had a hit on Crosby. That was nice in 2012. He had a hundred points a couple <laughs> years ago in a season. That was nice. I, I was at that game. I hear you. He's one of the hardest athletes to really gauge for me. I just, I just have a problem. I feel like I have a problem with saying like that people like not everybody wins championships. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not a, it's not the way it goes, you know? No, for sure. And like, what, like why would his game, why would his career be not wasted if he goes to Florida and wins a championship, all of a sudden his career is a great success. It's stupid. It's dumb. That's that. That makes no sense. You know, well, that's the uh, way I think that's the way I look at it, I guess is what I'm saying. You know? Yeah, no, I, I feel that it's a weird discuss. It's a weird argument. <sighs> people also, people also disrespect him even in hockey circles because he doesn't score. He's not like, he's not a sexy player, you know, like he all the time. I don't know. He's not like, he's not scoring 30 goals a year. You know what I mean? Like, but that's not what he's there for. I know, but that's I know, but that's what people associate success with. Like if you're, you know what I'm my balls. All right. You, but you hear what I'm saying? Like, no, no get, keep going. I'm just saying for the, no, seriously, keep going. So, yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is like, my point is the dude was a solid, solid hockey player for, for a decade in, in this town. And if he goes to uh, right now, people, what you just said is exactly true. People probably look at his career as, you know, a waste or, you know, whatever. And then if he goes to Florida and wins the Stanley cup in three months from now, all of a sudden his career is not a waste and he's a huge success story. That's dumb. (laughs) That's dumb. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people would sit there and, and tell you, well, he wasn't a good leader. Strip the C. Like, how the fuck do you? You like, don't know that. Yeah, you don't know that. And then they'll be like, "Well, they went through so many coaches in a tenure." Yeah, I mean, look at that's that's how hockey is, dude. Yeah, I know. And he and and, and you're right. Like, he's a 25, barely 30 goal scorer. He's right. an assist player. He's a power play person. Like he's everything you would want. I mean, shit, he had a hundred points two years ago or some shit. I like think that. he only hit 30 goals like once. Yeah. You know, he's just not a goal scorer. You and know, that's I, not, you know, I, I don't know. I just, people are just fucking haters, man. That's the problem. You, you can, to me, in my opinion, if you have a guy around for that long, who is your captain, and isn't scoring 40 goals a year. That tells me he is a fucking leader. He is someone that you want around. And that's the reason why that like you, it literally argues itself to me. So people, people can't do that. And again, they put a statue up of Nick Foles and Doug Peterson in like three hours after a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand the magnitude, and I'm not saying Giroux gets a statue. That's not what I'm saying at all. But like, 
football comparative to hockey is you get a statue <laughs> in three hours and, and you know, you're a good player, but you're not good enough for the city. So fuck you. Fuck what you did for 10 years. See you in Florida. Drew's a piece of shit. Cause he didn't want to wave his no trade call. What does he owe us? I can't I understand know. that. I don't know. Obviously he's good enough. And this goes for anyone with a no trade clause. Like, of course I would have liked him to go to the avalanche so I could wear an avalanche Jersey. Of course, selfishly. And of course we would have got a better haul if we went to the avalanche, but there's a reason these players get a no trade clause and it doesn't matter the sport. They earn the right to that trade call. And what's he supposed to do? Go, I'll go play for the fucking senators. Like yeah, you guys no. are fucking stupid. No, no. So you can't fault the man for going where he wants to go. And there's no fucking income tax down there. There's no taxes in Florida. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go bank a little bit more? And he's dude. I'm telling you right now, Drew will be retired in the next couple of years because he wants to focus on his family. So he's tr- trying to cash cow it right now. And he, I mean, uh, and that's fine. I, I'm I'm all I'm all about it. I'm I'm totally cool with Gir- with Giroux. I'm totally cool with him moving on and trying to trying to win something. Um, I'm kind of pissed off that, that that we didn't get more for him. Um, but you know, hey, it is what it is. We got what we got, and now we're here. And then you know, the, the team has some good young talent. I, I, we'll see what happens over the next over the next year, two, three. Um, you know, uh, with the Flyers. I mean, that's just where they are right now. There's not really much else much else to say about them. You know, unfortunately it's just the way it is. They lost tonight. Yeah, they lost. The the one guy was like, as soon as he was like, I'm typing this tweet out and um, he said, I couldn't even finish it before they scored on the empty net. (laughs) Who cares? It it doesn't matter. I mean, hockey, especially in Philadelphia, I bet you the, it just dipped down to like a screeching halt. Without Giroux? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, who's your it, face? Dude, uh, most, Kevin most, most people, most people in Philly could probably not name three flyers. <laughs> That's disgusting. I can't believe there's still another month of hockey left. Like, can we just end it? Uh, it's because of the Olympic break. Oh, that's what it is. Actually, no, it's not. No, it's not. Well, no, yeah, it is. No, it's not because no, the playoffs they, are usually playoffs are usually May. And then June, May, June. So it's crazy. It's bro. just it just sucks to suck, you know. Oh. Um but we have I have another bone to pick. Hit me. And it is with every single piece of shit motherfucker in this town who Talk so much fucking garbage trash shit on the Phillies and on the ownership of this team. Oh, you're not going to spend over the luxury tax. You're such a piece of shit. You know, they're never, they don't want to win. They don't care. Guess what? Motherfuckers. Can you John just Middleton, like, John Middleton put 10 inches out on the keyboard. Can you just like direct that to, to me directly, please? Next time. Oh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't even really directing it at you. I know you were one of them. The beat around the bush. It's You're one of them. You're one yeah, of them. I am. Listen. And listen, here's the deal: the Phillies went out and they fucking made moves. Middleton was tired. Money of, moves. 
He was tired of being blamed for the struggling of the franchise. And he said, you know what? Here's my checkbook. Go fucking do it. Pussies. He never said that he wouldn't spend over the fucking luxury tax. Everybody, everybody was so fucking focused on the amount of money that they got to spend because everybody needs to make $25 million. Apparently to, to you gotta have every $25 million player. Listen, the Phillies went out and they fucking got two of the premier dudes that were on the fucking wire. And they now have a lineup with literally four dudes that can hit 30 homers this year. But, but Dave, where are you at the defense? You're so bad. <laughs> I know. Yo, man. Dingers. It's dinger season, boy. I'm not even, I'm not even like, seriously, don't give a shit about the defense. <laughs> like, like, uh, and uh, who cares if you're going to put up 60 fucking runs a game, who gives a Listen, shit? They, they changed up the bullpen a little bit. They have some different stuff, different faces going on in there. They, they had, and I don't think anybody, I don't think, and this is, this is another situation of casual fan, right? I don't think that the normal casual person understands how historically and epically bad the Phillies bullpen was last year. I don't think anyone understands that comprehends that like, no, I'm not saying anyone, but like most people. Okay. Yeah. They, they finished a game above 500 with the historically almost literally worst bullpen in ever, ever. Think Ever. about that. Think about that. That now they've changed a couple guys in the bullpen. So as long as they are not historically the worst bullpen ever, I'm going out on a limb right now and saying that with the signing of Schwarber, Cassianos, and some of the arms in the bullpen, that this team will win 90 games this year. 90. You better hope this team will win 90 games and they're going to be playing baseball in October. Or I'm coming for that ass. Now, if, if like two of them get fucking injured, eh, all bets are off because that's just how it is. But if the team is, is the, if the team is healthy, even healthy ish, you know, uh, bumps and bruises here and there game and game here and there, whatever I'm saying like no fucking like torn fucking ACLs and shit. Uh, you know, there's no reason why they shouldn't be. They shouldn't win 90 games, in my opinion. Yeah. And anything, anything less than that is a failure. This year, that's where I'm at. I, like, just uh, look at this. Just look at the stat. Like statistically, like statistically, last year, if they had a mediocre bullpen, they would have won 85 games. So. So is adding Schwarber and, you know, um, Castellanos, like, does that not get you five more games? No, it that's where, that's, it, that's where my it, head is. And it has to, it really has to. Right. You know, right. So, I mean, last year, the numbers are on paper there. The, the Phillies have one of the best offensive lineups, like, Ever, and I don't know about ever, but you know we for for Phillies team, yeah, like maybe, 
you know, <laughs> going back before the, for the world series squads, you know, but like, you know, <laughs> I really think, I really think adding these guys is a huge, huge deal. And it's interesting. It's, it's really interesting. I, I feel like there was more. It's so fucking weird to me. I think people love to hate shit. Yeah. To be honest with you. Definitely. There was more hate on my timeline for the Phillies for not making moves, right? Uh-huh. Then there was love for the Phillies for making the moves. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Why? Because people hate hate everything. They're miserable people. I think in general, and I don't know if it's just a Philly thing. I don't know. My timeline is full of Philly people, so what the fuck do I know? I don't know. I don't know everybody in the fucking world, but dude, my t- my Twitter timeline is negative as fuck about our teams, man. You think? <laughs> and like, why? Why does everybody hate them so much for trying to be better? You suck because you don't want to spend money and you don't want to be better. Uh, team goes and sci- spends money and tries to be better. And it's crickets. Or actually, what actually happened was what you just said. They signed these dudes and no celebration. It's all oh, the defense. Look how great the defense is going to be. And then the next day I see fucking memes of like the, the outfielders like colliding and shit. And like everybody's dogging them because they can't play defense. I, I'm so, I, I hate it. I hate it. Philadelphia fans, I hate you. Yeah, I hate them too. They're all a bunch of fucking JOs. I hate you sometimes. The team did what we wanted them to do. The team did what they needed to do. And all y'all motherfucking bitches that are being dicks right now about this team are going to be fucking salivating and chomping on the bone in fucking July when you ain't got no basketball and you ain't got no Eagles and the Phillies are good and everybody's going to be wanting to suck their dicks. You're all going to be there, motherfuckers. Fuck you. You done? Fuck you. I'm done now. All right. That's good. That's good. I'm just checking was, it. Just making sure I, you're all right. Uh, you know, five people might hear that rant. I'm good with it. <laughs> It's late in the podcast. I wanted to start with the Phillies. <laughs> Maybe I'll edit and put this first. <laughs> you got to edit anyway. I took a shit. Yeah. Kenny took a fucking 15 minute deuce in the middle hey, of the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. It wasn't. A, I don't know if it was 15. I, we'll see. When you have a medical issue, you don't have an option. Okay. All right. So anyway, bottom line, people give the Phillies a fucking chance. They did what you wanted them to do. And, you know. They're going to give us some meaningful fucking baseball and give us some fun in baseball. Give me an F. Give me a U. Give That's me it. U, 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 <laughs> Close U, it up. U, 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 so and. I think at this point we've talked to your fucking heads off. Uh, Kenny, this is your final um, moments on the podcast as a single man. Officer Doofy checking in. <laughs> Uh, next week, uh, Kenny will be a married man. He will also be in Aruba. We probably won't actually hear from him. Um, he thinks that we will, but we probably won't. I'm going to, Oh, you know what? I did look it in. I could, I, I don't have, I have texting. I don't have call. Do you have Wi-Fi? 
Yeah, I was thinking about that. We got to have Wi-Fi, right? I mean, everybody has Wi-Fi. I mean, Aruba is not a third world country. It's not like we're going to Iraq. <laughs> no, it's very much not. Um, I'll look into it. I'm going to try to call in. Take your iPad and make sure you have Chrome on it. And uh, you might be able to do a little check-in, John. Like I'll uh, be like, Chrissy, go take a shower right now at this present second. You're going to start there. bossing her around? What? You're going to start bossing her around on the fucking third day? No, no, no. I mean, like, I'm just going to uh, gently guide her to a shower and nudge her. <laughs> and then and I'm going to disappear on. on the iPad for yeah. fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> She'll think the worst. I was J.O. but I really was just uh, podcast. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Well, hey, Kenny, good luck this weekend. I'll be there to cheer you on. And uh, I got to cry, man. A lot of pressure. A lot of fucking pressure on this man. It's a lot of pressure. I know. I hear you. I, you know, uh, hopefully I don't poo my pants. I was going to say, you don't want to have a flare up on Saturday, dude. <laughs> my eyes are going to be completely fucking red. My joints are going to be <laughs> swollen. Be like, what the, who the fuck is that upstairs? No close ups. Um, no close ups in the photo album. It's it's time. It's overdue. Uh, I'm ready. And it's been 18 months of torture. And I'm just so excited that I don't have to hear these words. When we get done work, we need to do wedding planning tonight. And that's going to be, I mean, we're done. I mean, again, Chrissy's done everything. Like I can't, yeah. I hope you guys understand. I can't stress that enough. It's all her. Everything is going to be perfect because she has allowed it to be perfect. She just literally got home. It's 1050. Literally got home. She was at her parents' house cutting the fucking table things. The the table seats thing. What's that thing called? The the the, the <laughs> things that tell you where to sit. Yeah, the cards. Two hundred of them she cut individually by hand. Yeah. So kudos the Labor to that of woman. love. Labor of love. Yeah, definitely. I haven't seen her all day, so let's, you know, let's hope it's not an argument. <laughs> <laughs> But well, hey, um, we're ready. Congrats, congrats, Kenny and Chrissy. Um, you know, it's been real single Kenny. Oh, he's dead. Um, and um, hey, thanks. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Um, awesome. Please like share all the all the things. Um, wish Kenny the best of luck this weekend. And um, hey, maybe we'll maybe we'll hear from Kenny next week on Tuesday. Is Who Gordy knows? coming in? We got Gordy coming in on Tuesday to talk some ball. Good, 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 good. It'll be, it'll be good. So, um, yeah, good luck, dude. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, maybe we'll live stream the wedding from the the YouTube channel. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that's up to you, buddy. <laughs> you never know. Maybe it will. All right, y'all. Thanks a lot for listening. Bagel and Bread House in Horsham. Sponsor us, please. Delicious Ooh, bagels. Let's go. Not that my in-laws own it or anything like that. <laughs> but you should get food there because it's delicious. Bagel and Bread House. Yeah. They have really good breakfast. Yeah, they did. chicken salad. If you need a lunch on an everything, bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything with strawberry jam. Oh, man. What are you fucking doing? You're a criminal. No, that is fucking hard. Hard. I, the last thing I'll say, and then I'll go. My, my latest breakfast sandwich before this wedding diet kicked in was uh, a plain bagel, garlic, cream cheese, and a pork roll in the middle there. <laughs> That sounds good. Talk about death on a bagel. Just <laughs> try it. Uh, all right, hanging up. Later, y'all. Peace. See ya.